Welcome to the Exarbon Mortgage Podcast, hosted by John Mortgage Major, powered by Verley. This is where we interview top mortgage, real estate professionals, industry insiders, operational managers, and thought leaders from around the nation, diving into hot current topics to help you experience your good life. Welcome back to the Exarbon Mortgage Podcast. I'm John Mortgage Major, your host, and I have Cyrus Jaffrey. Man, whenever we get around, you know get together, yeah. can talk life, business, everything in between. It's a good time. So good, good friend, business partner, CEO, founder, director of CJ Insurance Group, and yeah. much, much more. Thanks for coming on. Hey, appreciate you having me, man. This can be fun. No, it is for sure. So, you know, watching your journey, um, eight years now in the insurance industry, a little yep. bit over. Yep. yep. I mean, you're seeing your progress. Not the perfection, but the progress has been has been awesome. And let's definitely touch on that. But first, I guess I'm most proud and respect you for the family man you are. Yeah, appreciate it, man. I mean, um, it just says, you know, everything about the type of person you are. I mean, you have two beautiful kids about the same age as mine, Sophia and Jonah. Yep. And then another one on the way. Yep, another one on the way, a couple more With months. your beautiful wife, Michelle. Yeah, appreciate that, man. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Fun. Yeah, for you uh, listeners, viewers out there, we go back. We're we're both, uh, you know, soccer guys, brother from another mother. Granted, I wish I had, uh, (laughs) you know, a little extra skin tone on my my end, but you know, is what it is. Um, So you went to you went to West Lane. I got a few years on you. I was over in Hastings, so played some soccer. We both went to. I noticed we both went to Wells Fargo right out of college. Yeah, well, I remember playing against you one year or two years because I went to Nebraska Westland, you're in Hastings, and we played against each other, I believe, junior and senior year. So let's talk about that, how you kicked my butt. <laughs> Hastings was just really good, right? We, we and, were pretty damn good. And Westland was, okay, we're average, right? But we were like, when Hastings came into town, man, like that's like the game of the year, and we've been looking forward to it for a long time. It's like... Alabama coming to Nebraska. Nebraska's looking forward to it, right? So mm. that's what it was to us. And it was really fun. And I remember, I think, you were in that game. I remember you were in that game because Oh, because we I tripped the over wire. the ball and you guys ended up scoring? No, I you guys shit won. about that on the, way, the whole ride home in the bus. <laughs> like, dude, my coach was like, dude, dude like, do? what the hell happened? You tripped <laughs> over the ball. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but you still won three to one, probably. You know, you guys four won one, four, four one. one. Yeah, you guys, you guys won. So, but it was fun because we were in the game for so long, and that was like our. I was like, hey, let's just let's just hold them, and see if we can maybe score a good goal or two, and then just like play defense. You know, like some of them do. So, but yeah, yeah. we go way back. Then. No, that was fun. We go way back. That was fun. And I, you know, looking back to even we both had different Wells Fargo experiences. Um, you know, not that we need to be naming names, but it's good to experience corporate America for and sure. even. You know, when we touch here on insurance, I mean, from a captive to a non-captive. And yep. when you're you're first getting into the industry, you don't really know what you don't know. 100%. But um, through those experiences and now going on the independent channel, which for the last, what, right around two years now? Oh, yeah, going on going on, going on our third year now. Yep. And that, I mean, CJ Insurance Group has, what, almost 20 different companies that you can work with? Absolutely, yeah. So CJ Insurance Group, right now we have, we have 22 carriers plus another, like, 10 to 15 that we can get through another, uh, through Nationwide, which is one of our main carriers, they they provide you access to the commercial side of Nationwide, and they have 15 to 20 that we could get into as well. So yeah, we probably have 40 carriers that we, can, that, we can, that we can help our, our clients with, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, options, options, options. It's beautiful. It is, it yeah. is. 
So, so Jeff Cohn, um, team building podcast out there, he, he asked this question. I have to ask you, and okay. this is something I have not asked Cyrus yet, Sure, but I, I got to know, yeah. what do you feel your superpower is? Like what when you think I, Cyrus yeah. Jaffrey, yeah. what you bring to the table yeah. day in and day out, which mm-hmm. you have a podcast called when, mm-hmm. when the day, when the day, do you feel like yeah. there is, a, there's one superpower in particular that. Um, has made you as successful as you are I'd say so far. Positivity, man. I, uh, I think I think I'm I'm one of those guys that not a lot of things can bring me down, man. I've gone through some a lot of stuff. Let's just say in life, you know, I'm I was 14 years old coming to the U.S. with zero English whatsoever, and I've had to pretty much prove myself since I was 14 years old to belong here, right? So if I wasn't positive it would be very hard for me to make it and people like me to make it that I migrate here from different countries. So I feel like uh, positivity would be one thing that truly, man, I've gone through, like I said, a lot of things in life, but, but, but every day the sun always comes out and I, and, and I've learned that and, and I've taken that to my team and to my wife and to my kids when they're upset or something. I'm like, it's okay because there's always the other side of this and it's going to turn. So I'd say mm, positivity is my I superpower. I love that. I absolutely love that because yeah. I mean, it, it is that mindset is what bleeds in everything mm-hmm. you do. And especially, I mean, with your family too. I mean, your kids can feel, you know, if you're down and out oh, yeah. or you're like, you know what, we're going to win the day. <laughs> like, gonna win the day. like we're going to party today. We're going to have a lot of fun, but we're going to work hard and yeah. continue to be, you know, hopefully the best versions of ourselves. Hundred percent. I was just having this conversation with my brother Bobby. Bobby is one of our COOs at at, at CJ Insurance Group. He is my CEO, and he he's been down past couple of weeks. You know, it's just some stuff. He's only 22, 23, so he's going through a lot in mm-hmm. life. You know, he's playing professional soccer. He's trying to figure out how to spend his time accordingly to what really matters, right? And I was talking to them, and I'm like, man, you have to. You're young, so you got to go do the stuff that young people do, right? You have a girlfriend. You got to spend some quality time with a girlfriend. You have work. So my point is, no matter what you're doing, give it all. Right. Whether be present. Be present and give it all, man. hundred percent. Like if you're going to go party, for example, go party, party, you know, be careful, all that. You're going to go do soccer. Give it all hundred percent, man, on the field, leave it on the field. So when you leave, you're like, oh man, I give it all. When you're at work, give it all. I'm like, so you're juggling a lot of things and figure out three to four things and then just give a hundred percent of yourself because it, go, it, got, it, it all boils down to if you're doing one thing 80, 70 percent, that's going to basically translate over to other things that you're doing at 70 to 80 percent. So just never let that happen. When you wake up and you're about to go to work, give it all. Come home, hang out with your girl, give it all, right? And all those things that you just have to be 100 percent present and, and, and give it all. No, I completely agree. Yeah. It makes me think about, you know, I always talk about, you know, I got a full plate. You know, you got to stay hungry. But, and when you, you take a look at the plate, sometimes it can be overwhelming, but it's like, you know, take one slice, <laughs> like just, just hammer out that one slice 100%. at one time. Yeah. But if you're intermixing all that together, it's hard. it just it's hard. makes it that much tougher. And it can be a little overwhelming. That's where yeah. I think discipline yeah. in your approach, I mean, yeah. obviously waking up early, yeah. getting the mind right. 100%. Um, so then you're proactive and not reactive because when you're just, you're playing the reactive mm-hmm. game. I think that, at least for me, has created so much more stress and anxiety, Sure. which in turn then, like, I can't even focus as well either because yeah. I'm just so, like, just overwhelmed. 
Yeah. And, and a lot of people do the whole multitasking thing, you know, and they're like, well, I could do both of these things at the Sounds same great. time. Sounds great. Sounds great. You know, like you, you, you really can't, man. There's a lot of research that, pr that proves that you can, you can, you could be driving. So you're watching the road and you can be listening. Right. So those are two different senses potentially. So you're watching something and you're hearing that multitasking is a lot easier than you're focusing on your computer and doing two different quotes, for example, on the insurance side. It's not very easy because they can easily be distracted with those two versus, so you gotta, so, so I feel like a lot of people try to multitask all the time and I feel like in our world specifically with numbers and all that stuff that we're dealing with, there's a lot of errors that we can make when we're multitasking. Mm -hmm. So maybe when you're doing a quote, listen to a podcast, don't be doing two, three, four different screens of just working on the same things because it just doesn't well, doesn't go very well. So the point I was making to my brother was like, when you're doing something, just do that. Don't let your phone ring and be distracted by that. Like be a hundred percent present because we're reading indistractable as a team right now. And that's, that's literally the whole book is all about is how to be present when you're, I'm in a podcast with you, man, my phone rings, it's distracting. Mm -hmm. So you got to have it on vibrate. So I can yep. present Do not with disturb. you. Yeah. hundred percent. No, it helps for sure. And you know, I, I've continued to, um, go back to, okay, we can control our effort, control our attitude, Excellent. positivity. And then the third would be giving a shit, but with giving a shit, I think comes with the focus yeah. of understanding how you cannot multitask sure. to fully be effective and efficient sure. with that work sure. and knowing, you know, what to be doing, whether it be listening to a podcast or, sure. you know, putting on the techno, yeah. putting up a sign, which I need to buy a sign yeah. for, for my door <laughs> out here because yeah. it, it can be tough to, you want to please everybody. You want to have that conversation mm -hmm. with them or answer that phone. But by doing that, you're taking you're taking yourself out of yeah, the game. 100%. And then think about yeah. you take out your take yourself out of the game like if you're playing soccer, Correct. you're getting cold. Yep. You, you can't go back in and be what you were 15 minutes ago. No. It's it's almost it's almost impossible. Man, that's so I feel like that's just America unfortunately, man. People just bother people. I feel like there's a reason people go into coffee shops and put on headphones. Because in Omaha, you kind of know a lot of people if you're on our industry. So you go to a coffee shop. You have to put headphones on so people don't distract you. Because it takes me, and there's a lot of research with this too, 15 minutes to get back to once the person left, even if saying hello, for me to get back to my thoughts, right? To be able right. to accomplish. You got to warm up. You can, your man. thoughts again. <laughs> and, and I only have and I only have seven hours a day, man. Like, and I don't work Saturdays, Sundays because that's family time for me. So I only have seven hours during a day that I have to be able to accomplish and run eight different businesses. Yeah. And I can't do that if I'm getting distracted all the time. So you got to have to figure out what works for you, I guess, and in, in what field you're in. So. Mm -hmm. And respecting the time block is something that you have to be super intentional Huge. and aware of because um, it's easier said than done for yeah. sure. 100%, man. 100%. So yeah, you mentioned eight companies. I mean, you know, since you've moved from the captive to non-captive, however you want to yep. put it, you know, allowing yep. yourself to control the destiny um, tell us a little bit about that journey. I mean, cause you've been, <laughs> you've been running a, you know, a thousand miles a minute in, yeah. a, in a sense, growing a team to how many people are a part of CJ insurance group now? Counted this morning at our Monday morning meeting with 17 of us. 17. Yep. All together in our teams. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Good stuff. Appreciate Good that. stuff. So when we talk about like progress over perfection, mm -hmm. um, I feel like the culture you've been able to build, yep. um, has been special. And, you know, through COVID, you've had to yep. 
adapt to be nimble as far as the way your your company does business, how they communicate. Can you take us a little bit through, um, you know, what that looks like? Because I think there's a lot of people out there, you know, um, the need need a little more accountability. Mm -hmm. I mean, accountability doesn't it's not necessarily fun to talk about. Yeah. But you got to have it. 100 percent, man. I'll go to accountability second, but I will go to go first from what, what you asked me the first time was uh, of the change from, from the captive yeah, please, for, for, for our audience. The captive is your American families, your all states, your state farms, you know, where they only have one company to work through. Right. So what they do is they get everybody and they put them into one box and me and you, man, we, not everybody fits on the same box, just like me and you are exactly opposite, right? Like we're not in some things we're the, we're the same, but we don't know. We might be completely different. I can't put you in the same box as me because mm-hmm. our boxes are different. Different variables. Different variables. So, so they, they do that. And I was with one man for, for six years and we were the 30th in the country. So we did it at a very high level out of 20,000 agents. So we were really, really good agents, right? But what happened after a while, man, is just helping people. Like it turned into that for me, man, like I, I come from nothing and I had some success through it and financially I was fine. But what I realized was I could help so many more people that were missing on every day. On the captive world, if you close two out of 10 people, that's good. And we were closing about 16% with our clients. I just felt like the other eight people, man, that every day that we were saying no to, I just didn't feel right. <laughs> those other eight people that we couldn't help, you know, I just didn't feel right. I'm like, there's gotta be a way to help more people. And that's what my mission has turned into in this, in this, in this world, in this community is to help more people. I'm like, I got to find a way to help more people and coming on the cap from the captive world to the independent channel. Now where we have 20 to 25 different carriers to work from now we can help nine out of 10 of those people. So I just added seven more people per day that I can help and make a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to what I was doing before. You don't have to kick them to the curb. No. Like we, you can find a home for them. 100%. I could find a home for them. They don't have to fit in one bucket. There's 25 buckets. You're going to fit in one of those 25 buckets, but that one bucket was really hard. And on top of it, right, I've got 17 people now. Whereas with the other captive companies, it's impossible. It's not possible for you to have 17 people. There's not enough leads coming in that you can generate to be able to pay 17 people. Mm. So now 17 people are writing business. Let's just say they're writing two, three people a day. Man, I'm helping thousands of more people, thousands of more people a year right now. And our goal is to help millions more people in insurance all over the country. And for me to do that and make a truly make a difference in this in this world, I couldn't do that where I was at. Mm-hmm. So one of the biggest reasons we left to answer your question. Yeah. And then second thing is accountability, man. So we came over and we went over to COVID right away. And, 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 and honestly, COVID to a lot of people was really bad. But for us, it was a blessing because what it taught us is to how to accomplish more. Insurance back in the day was one of those face to face kind of thing, right? Now, because of COVID, we can exactly same connection that we were making before. We can make that through Zoom and FaceTime and some of these some of the, some of these other uh, social media platforms potentially, right? So now, instead of me driving to your house to hang out with you to go over insurance, right? Driving back, now I wasted a couple hours just driving, and then go get lunch. So you wasted almost four hours by hanging out with somebody writing one person. Mm-hmm. I could do that in thirty minutes. Yeah. I saved three and a half hours per person that we're writing now because everything is online. So as a business owner, you're freeing COVID, up time. Freeing up help time. More people. And what's the number one thing in life is time, man. The more time you have, the more people you can help. We're helping way more people because of COVID. And then also accountability piece of it. So bringing 16, 17 people to be on the same page, it's really hard, man. You got to build a really nice platform, right? So the cool thing was we have six of us that we came on board from from our captive company over to the independent channel. 
and, and as you're building a company, you kind of have to have the bottom, right? Because if the bottom is not correct, the foundation is not, mm -hmm. if the foundation is cracked, things are going to fall through the crack, right? So the cool thing was, man, the people that came with me have been with me for such a long time that we, the foundation was strong, mm -hmm. strong, really strong. It's huge. Yeah. And then that foundation now, man, we've brought more people and put them on the foundation in different places we found for them. So, so, it's, so, so the foundation was one of them that really kept our culture going. And then the second thing is accountability. Because of COVID, since we, when we have four or five locations in town, we couldn't get everybody together all the time. So I said, hey, why don't we just have quick calls? Quick 10-minute calls at 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. to where we just check in real quick, right? But that checked in almost turned into culture now, right? Instead of accountability piece, because all my, all my, all, we're all we're all like a big family, mm -hmm. and now we're they're it's all like seeing huddle. each other. Yeah, it's a huddle. It's a quick huddle, and they're all seeing. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what do you got going on? Right. So, what do they got going on? Real quick. How much have they written so far? And what, did something happen that everybody know about? No, cool, done. Back. We'll see you guys at one o'clock tomorrow. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So every four hours, we can keep our team accountable. And for young people, this is great that are producers under us because then they know exactly what they have to do for those four hours. The attention span for a person, man, for four hours is a lot better than a whole day mm -hmm. because I can keep them accountable for four hours, come back. Hey, why didn't that happen? Well, I was distracted. Okay, next four hours be better. Yeah. And then our numbers are always hitting and we're performing at a very high level than before. So. Yeah. Well, that's part of that progress. Like if you are off the, the train quite a ways. Well, what's going on? Absolutely. You talk about it and get back on. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, that's definitely a silver lining of COVID is yeah. you were, people were forced to, yeah. to do, to do life a little bit differently for better or for worse. And, yeah. um, you know, being able to, yeah, essentially yeah. move the needle more efficiently and effectively with your business. I feel bad saying that COVID was good for us because there's a lot of people that lost their lives and there's a lot of oh, families no. that lost a lot of people. So I'm very, um, obviously, I, I, I feel terrible for them, but on the business side, it helped us a little bit. So you got to, again, positivity. You got to take something yeah. out of positive. We lost friends and family. We got to take positivity out of this. So like, what can we learn from COVID and become better, right, moving forward? Mm -hmm. And there's, you know, maybe not in the moment, but there's always going to be something you can take from it yeah, and spin it and make it positive. Because yeah. as we know, I mean, shit does happen in everyone's lives everyone's 100%. lives. There's 100%. going to be adversity. Yes. And how you handle that adversity is what defines a person you end up being yeah. because man, every yeah. single day, it's like, um, I was telling big Mike, my son this weekend, yeah. um, I'm just like lay a brick one day, <laughs> one, one day at a time, one brick, five years down the road, you got 1,825 bricks. There like you, you just go. got to keep chipping away. And it, I feel like, and I've been so guilty of this, but you get overwhelmed by, you know, a big, massive goal. Right. But when you're able to yes. back it out and really look at the day-to-day -day of what you need to do, those yeah. daily disciplines, and I know anybody who watches this podcast yeah. knows that I continue to talk about those daily disciplines and something I still, yeah. it's progression over perfection because I'm yeah. not perfect and Absolutely. I know that and it's okay. It's just, you got to, you got to recognize it and continue to keep it top and center center it's and top so important. Oh. it's so important man a lot of companies i feel like it, it, the words got obviously podcasts and a lot of people are talking about these things right that's where i got all these from i mean i didn't wake up one day and said i'm gonna do this right some things maybe little things but like just listening to podcasts from people like us right i mean you know, ed my and some of those people that are way higher than us yeah they've got i mean i feel like there's so much content available these days for companies to succeed and for individuals to whether it's they want to make more money they want to help more people 
there's just so much stuff available, man, that like everybody can do what me and you do mm -hmm. and have the right positive mindset and all that stuff. It's just, I feel like if people can just go out and branch a little bit and go to get someone to go to Spotify and listen to a couple podcasts, it's going to get you back on track, man. Just hearing that positivity and every, every podcast I listen to is something about positivity. I mean, that's all it is. And, and then I get, and every book that I read is something mm -hmm. about positivity. So in my life, I get a dose of positivity every hour. So yeah. for me, it's almost impossible to be the negative. Dopamine. Yeah. And what you find too, I'm sure you've seen this, whether it be the books you've listened to, uh, the books you've read, the podcasts yeah. you've listened to or whatnot, but there is a, there's a very common theme. Yeah. You know, it's not, yes. a lot of these people, I mean, they didn't recreate the wheel. They just have continued to, to learn from their experiences Absolutely. while leveling up with people that have done it before them. Absolutely. And before you know it, you know, they're speaking in front of large audiences yeah. and they all started. I was listening to a guy this morning, you know, he's like, first like 50 episodes, my pot, he's like, I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah. I continued to do it. Yeah. And that's where you got to keep moving. Correct. Like if you're so worried about doing it perfect, you're not going to yeah. do anything. 100%. So then you're not learning from anything because you're trying to be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you're not going to be perfect. Unfortunately, it's not, not I'm gonna, not perfect. No, no I wanted to be perfect, but no one's going to be the perfect. day you find the day you realize that yeah. you're no, you're never going to be perfect. I think is the day <laughs> yeah. you start making progress. <laughs> that's, that's, true. that's, and i I'm good. I'm not perfect. Yeah. So I'm going to keep there making, we go. making we'll just progress keep every day. Not being perfect, but Tim Grover, forward. you know, Tim, Tim, Tim Grover, he was, um, he, he just, we're reading the book called winning right now. Tim Grover is Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant's, uh, uh, trainer. And he talked about their mindset. Like, was he on Ed Milet's show? Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. That's dude, where this, I, that dude, that dude, in, in, incredible man. What, what he, what he talked about with, with Michael Jordan, because Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, like they weren't the, they weren't the best athlete. They weren't any of that stuff, man. Like they had to work on their craft. They, and well, Michael Jordan was a little bit of a perfectionist. Like he wanted to get there, but he never got there. And even today he's like. I'm Michael Jordan and I'm still not perfect. I'm still working on my craft to become better today. Man, it's like, Whoa. Right. But, but it took a lot of effort and it took a lot of late nights and it took a lot of determination. And, and they asked, what's your definition of winning? And everybody that you, that they asked CEOs and, and, and big athletes, they're all like happiness, money and all that stuff. Right. And to, and to, and to Kobe, when they, Kobe and Michael Jordan, both of them basically were something like perseverance and grind and sweat like that's what that's what winning is to them. It's like you can never have enough of it. Wow. You're just going to keep going. It's pretty powerful. That is powerful. Yeah. I believe he's the one too that mentioned, you know, like when he starts working with somebody, it's like, okay, our first meeting's at three o'clock. I'll see you there. Doesn't mention PM or AM. Mm -hmm. And then when he doesn't see him at AM, they see him at 3, 3 PM. It's like, hmm, you don't get it. <laughs> we got work. We got that's funny because because he said was like well when did the day start mm -hmm. 12, 12 a.m. is when the days took the day the day the day the day starts so the the three three a.m. would come before three p.m. Mm -hmm. oh okay huh. weird yeah. you should have been that three a.m. Yeah, twelve we're, hours ago. we're already behind the eight ball <laughs> it's pretty powerful man oh, it's man. pretty it's yeah. pretty powerful and that kind of just uh, resonates with me as far as like assumptions yeah people are constantly assuming. They know the answer without actually actually asking. Yeah. So it's like, hmm. Instead of just jumping to a conclusion, yeah. you know, maybe maybe uh, go a little bit deeper. Which, you know, we can all go a little bit deeper in conversation because I mean we're all moving so quickly, and it's like you want to get to the answer and go. But when you're coming to your own answer without actually knowing, 
if that's yeah. truly the answer is, I don't know, hmm. something that I've been trying to pay attention to more so because it's easy to, easy to assume you know everything. You don't, man. You don't. We don't. We're all no. learning to become better, so. Yeah. Man, it's good stuff. So, so you mentioned winning for Kobe and Michael meant mm -hmm. different things. What's success to you? Uh, perseverance. Yeah. I mean, to me, man, every day you're going to, you're going to win and lose. Right. And I, I feel like we lose a lot in our industry and my team loses a lot on a daily basis of uh, little things, little things and losing. Like I couldn't make it to the gym. I lost, you know, things like that. Um, so, 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 to, so to me, it's perseverance, man, because where I come from and what I've persevered so far and where I'm going and when I know that where I'm going, what my vision is, man, I'm, 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 I know there's gonna be a lot of roadblocks and, and I know I gotta go through these uphill things all day, every day, man, for me to accomplish what I want to accomplish. So to me, man, success is going through perseverance and coming ahead of it. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Short memory. Keep Move moving on. forward. Keep moving. There's no, you can't look back at yesterday, man. Yesterday. I don't even know what I did yesterday, yeah. but I don't care. Yeah. Yesterday is gone, man. So whether you missed family time, whether you had your phone with your kids when you're hanging out with them, whatever you did, man, it's okay. Be better today because mm -hmm. there's another day. And that's so. why social proof is important. I mean, I can't remember what I did, but I took the picture and I posted it. Mm. So <laughs> you, you can follow along if you want. I mean, because yeah. we, we don't have enough time and we know that our most important time that we can spend is truly with our family. And we're not, we don't even have enough of that to do. It is, man. It is. And I've learned to to figure out certain times that, that it is with them and there is no, it's an, it's my non-negotiables right. day, you and know, you, like it's, and, and I'm getting better at it, man. I'm not even close. Sometimes I have my phone with me and it's a distraction. So I'm learning. I feel like everything I read tells me to do what I'm on track for and I still get distracted mm -hmm. and I read every day about this stuff. Yeah. So like, and I'm not saying I'm really good at this stuff, but like I'm trying still, I'm still not perfect, man. And I talk about it all the time because the more I tell myself, the more I'm going to do it, mm -hmm. but I still fail. And that's what success, right? You're going to fail yeah. tomorrow. I got to do it again and I got to do better, you know? So speed bumps, not potholes. We're not, we're not going to be stuck in this pothole. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on which part of Omaha well, that's, you're in. That's true. I guess you could actually get stuck in a pothole. But, but you're going to get stuck in a pothole yeah. once in a while, man. You're gonna find a, you got to find a way to get out of it, right? I mean, you're going to have to. So, Yeah, no questions asked. COVID was a pothole, man. It's a big pothole. We're still kind of stuck in, and some people have gotten out of it. Some people have gotten the other way, unfortunately. So. Yeah, it, it's nice to see some normalcy coming back. I mean, you know, over the weekend, Phil Mickelson winning. <laughs> That's great. I mean, I that thought was it was great. just for the PGA Championship. But he was at yeah. age 50, which he's almost 51. Right. Any major. Any major yeah. at 50. Yeah. It's incredible. It is absolutely right. incredible. And he had a, a tweet recently yeah. that um, just talked about, yeah, how many times he had failed. It, he's and, human. And, he, and they asked him, they said, because Phil has mentally, like the reason he won yesterday, yeah, yesterday, he said was because mentally. He's like, mentally, I'm so strong right now. And because he's going through this meditation process of changing his body for the last five years. So he's been working on this because he went on a, on a diet. Uh, I think it was keto diet or something. He went through something to change his body because he knew as he gets older, mm -hmm. his body's going to break down. So unless he's going to spend a lot of time on his body, he's not going to win a championship. And he goes, and they asked him, they said, okay, what's been the hardest thing you've done in the last five years up to... What's one thing that you have missed the most that you were loving before? He goes, food. 
He goes, for me to be where I'm at, to win this championship, I couldn't do it the way I was eating before. He had to give it up. He had to give up food. He said, he goes, I had to give up some certain foods that I really loved and enjoyed. He goes, but that's what you got to do to be successful. Yeah. If that's what I got to do, that's what, but that's what, he, that's what he missed the most out of everything <laughs> was food. It was pretty powerful how it important is. it is, man. So. Well, and I mean, everyone loves food. Mm-hmm. But that's where it's like, if I really want food, then I'm not going to win another champion. You know, it's like, you, you got <laughs> to have those talks. And for him, it was more like, this is the food I got to have in the morning. This is the food I got to have at lunch to be able to have a productive day, which is mm -hmm. what I follow from, 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 from Phil is like the discipline, the discipline of, of like, I know I would love to go have a hamburger for lunch. Like I would love that. Who wouldn't love a good hamburger? But I know if I do that, I'm not going to be productive in those four hours I have in my block time before I go home. Yeah. So it's either, either you're going to go have a hamburger and enjoy the, what, five minutes of a hamburger or you're going to go and have a salad, but then have four productive hours. Now you made an extra thousand dollars because you were focused mm -hmm. and you weren't all bloated. And now you need more coffee and energy drinks to be able to go throughout the day. So, yeah. Instant gratification or discipline. And I'm not good at it, man. It's tough. I'm learning. It's tough. I'm learning though. I'm uh, learning. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. I mean, it's just, uh, it's something that you continue to have those struggles. It's just, you know how to handle the struggle and those conversations, even in your own head a little bit better. It's like, okay, I got to stop thinking about it. I know what the best decision is. Make the decision and move forward. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard, man. I got a pregnant wife at home, oh, you know, man, and she's yeah. eating all this stuff mm. that she's got cravings for. So it gets hard, but at the same time, you gotta, you gotta know, man, like for me, I gotta be productive throughout the day from six five forty five that i wake up to I'm, I'm going to bed about 10 o'clock i gotta know when to eat what to eat i've realized what my body needs for me to be you know just to be able to play with my kids after dinner for two hours like social media free or whatever i need certain food to eat to have the energy to you know because my kids are men one's almost five one's two and a half like they're running you know oh, it's yeah. hard to keep up with those guys i couldn't imagine 10 years from now if i'm 40 whatever you know it's, it gets harder and harder as my kids get older so for me to be around and do the things I want to do, man, I got to give up some things, which I'm cool with. Yeah. Well, I mean, just the thought of like seeing our kids grow up and then being able to play with mm. our grandkids, like we won't be there if we're not making the right decisions and fueling our body with the right things. Yeah. And they talk about, God, I wonder who was on it was my let. I listened to, uh, it was a health coach and they talked about how, you know, diabetes and cancer and Alzheimer's, all those, all those are a combination of sleep and food. Mm -hmm. Things that that you eat throughout throughout the year, because who has the most uh, cancer and all Alzheimer's in in the world? What country? It's the U.S. Yeah, it's the stuff that we eat, and then we're getting only five six hours of sleep. You're just not getting the sleep that you need to be able to get ready to go for the next day. And a bit, and, and after a while, man, it just kind of gets to you. It's a, obviously a link to it. It's not the whole thing, but it's a big link to all these diseases that I want to, my goal in life is to at a hundred years old, play golf mm -hmm. at a hundred years old. I want to hit a golf. I mean, I hit a golf course and play 18 holes Me too. we and will for that. And we, we will. will. And for that to happen at 32, I got to do things to make sure 68 years from now, I'll be able to do that. Yeah. If that makes oh, sense. I know. I mean, I'm 35. My dad at age 43 had a heart attack. Well, thought I was going to lose him. Well, I thought I was going to lose him in the moment. I mean, I yeah. remember it like it was yesterday and those, those moments then too, you bring yourself back to those yeah. moments in time. Um, you don't forget about them, Absolutely. which in turn, you know, it's like, okay, I got to make some adjustments. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. Um, but big stuff. No, it is. It is. I mean, 
yeah, life is precious. It is. And um, I mean, take if we're going to be here, we might as well take care of our bodies, take care of our families, and Absolutely, man. do everything we can. Dude, it, if you're a dude, 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 <laughs> if you are um, at all just feeling inspired by what we're talking about, yeah. please smash that share button. Yeah. You know, we, we really, this is, I mean, why we do this too is to impact and influence more people. I mean, like we mentioned, we don't have it all figured out, but the more we talk about it, the more we, we try and get better every single day. Um, in turn, we're, we're able to, um, you know, hopefully give back. So, I mean, I think what we talk about every day, man, I feel like I wish if I wasn't on this train, I wish I would be on social media and listen to two other people. It's probably what happened. That's probably how I got on this train. I've really been on it, man, since I've left my last company in the last two years. I feel like I'm mentally so strong, physically strong, and just a better husband, father, dad, like everything. Mm. Because I've, I, I watched something. I watched something like this probably. Two guys, I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's, that's cool. Oh, okay, I got to go. And then I go in a rabbit hole. <laughs> I get distracted, but it's the right distraction. And now, now I'm working on making myself better, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I can't wait to watch the next eight years and uh, Let's and beyond. Go. Let's yeah. get it. Let's it's get it. So thanks again for coming yeah, on, man. Cyrus. Absolute pleasure. Pleasure. Find Cyrus online. He's everywhere. Yeah. Um, connect with me. Man. That'd be fun. Let's connect. Let's, let's connect. Go. Later. Appreciate you, man. Yep. You too.